North Korea doesn't have many friends in the international community, and this week the regime lost one of them when Venezuela's Hugo Chavez died. One thing that united Chavez with the leaders in Pyongyang was the frequent use of anti-American rhetoric. The Venezuelan leader used it throughout his 14 years in power to rally others in Latin America against U.S. policies. Now with Chavez about to be buried, it's unclear how his passing will affect the region. Reporter John Otis has covered Chavez in Latin America for years. He joins me now from Bogota. John, let's kind of take a swing through Latin America and canvas uh, the uh, Chavez influence. Brazil's president Dilma Rousseff called Chavez a great Latin American. Although in recent years, Brazil and Venezuela went about running their economies and dealing with poverty in very different ways. So what did President Rousseff mean? Well, she called him a a great Latin American, and she also uh, declared three days of national mourning in Brazil, as did uh, uh, Rafael Correa in Ecuador, who's another uh, leftist president who came to power in the wake of uh, the Chavez revolution in Venezuela. I think Dilma was referring to Chavez's overall influence for uh, leftist politicians and populists in Latin America. You have to remember, Marco, before Chavez came along, Almost all the governments all across Latin America were fairly conservative-leaning, pro-American. Uh, they were pro-free trade agreements. Um, it, that was sort of the way it was. Uh, but there was still a lot of inequality, huge gaps between uh, rich and poor in the region. And when Chavez came along by winning that first election back in 1998, he showed that you could do things a different way. I mean, Venezuela under Chavez embraced the Cuban model of confronting capitalism in the U.S., while Brazil went another direction. Can you compare the two approaches? Uh, Sure. The Chavez style is a lot more autocratic and based around the Chavez personality. Chavez was dealing with a lot of oil wealth, so he had a lot of money to spend on anti-poverty programs. In Brazil, it's quite a lot different. It's a much more moderate left in Brazil Dilma's, Rousseff's predecessor, Lula, started it all off back in 2002. Mm. And they were a lot more akin to following the sort of normal normal rules of democracy, the checks and balances on power. And it's turned out pretty well for Brazil. And because of that, a lot of the more left-leaning governments across Latin America right now are sort of leaning more towards the Lula model than the Chavez model. So are there any countries in Latin America where Hugo Chavez was kind of successful in exporting his approach? Daniel Ortega is back in power in Nicaragua, and uh, he's doing a sort of following the same approach, uh, not friendly with the United States, trying to forge new allies. But the countries that uh, really seem to pay off from Venezuela and its oil wealth was Cuba and, and a number of the Caribbean islands. In the case of Cuba, all that, you know, Venezuela basically replaced uh, the Soviet Union as as Cuba's lifeboat. They provided Cuba with 3 to $4 billion per year in subsidized oil, which was a huge part of that country's uh, GDP. Haiti was also a huge benefactor of subsidized oil from Venezuela. And so a lot of these countries are concerned that going forward without Chavez, if his vice president, Nicolas Maduro, takes over and wins the, the upcoming election that they're supposed to hold within 30 days, if Maduro wins or if the opposition wins in Venezuela, there's a chance that the new government might not be so concerned about keeping all these oil arrangements going because Venezuela has a lot of economic problems to deal with at home. Reporter John Otis covered Hugo Chavez for the past 15 years. John, thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Marco.